good evening, and welcome to Politically Incorrect for the 1st of June. 1st of June, folks, coming on to summer 2023. This, uh, this week's topic is Budget Woes Part 2, brought to you by EternalAffairsMedia.com, also known as EA Truth Media. Your host tonight is myself, Andrew Schechter, author of Dark Water Game Over and two-time delegate for Donald Trump to the Republican National Convention. Should you feel led to plant a financial seed in our media ministry, please visit donate.eamedia.online or visit store.ebagmedia.online. Keep, please keep help keep the truth online. All right, folks, and thank you. Yes, happy June, absolutely. Uh, donors for this month. And uh, let's see, uh, Sherry, Andy, Dave, Marcy, Bedlam, Crystal, Lisa, and Rudy. Current Truth Premium subscribers, Linda, David, Bruce, Sharla, Gary, H. Sweeney, and Jeff. And patrons, Alicia and Dan. Hi, Anna. We'll stop for a moment and say a prayer. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, we pray tonight. Tonight, we pray for the, the Senate making the big decision on the future of the United States of America, that they make the right decision. I'm not going to say what the right decision is, but we pray that you steer the Senate and steer our country on your path because you are the almighty, all-seeing, the beginning, the end, the alpha, the omega. Allow our great Congress to make the right choice for our nation and steer us down the right path. Please keep all of our members of the Senate safe, all of our listeners, and all of the great patriots, the United States of America, we pray these things in your heavenly, glorious name, O Lord. Amen. So, good evening, everyone. Um, the um, a little bit off kilter today. I know last week, I think we had an incident where I Got, got slightly injured. Well, I got way more injured this time. Uh, Calamity Jane. This time it wasn't my fault. This time the stair, basement stair, uh, uh, the, 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 uh, yeah, I, I, and I, I before I get started, I, I do apologize. I have to say in advance, I, this pod bean has been acting up. I can't put my, my opening, uh, uh, theme song on and, and I, and I, for some reason I can't take any guests at this point. And I, I do apologize. We're going to hopefully get it straightened out or, or I don't know what we're going to do because it's yeah, it's getting worse instead of better. But uh, I do apologize. But any comments posted, I will I, I will respond to. And hi, Eric and Marilyn and uh, who else we got in here. Um, so big issue to know. I was going to say that the, the reason I was a little bit off kilter, the um, I had, I, you, you missed it, Eric, by a little bit. I just, I just wished everybody a happy first day of June. But the, Eric came on and wished everybody as well. Now, I took a, a, a fall down the stairs in the basement just on Monday on Memorial Day. Fortunately, I had a couple of days off after that from work that I took off. And um, yeah, just like I feel like Joe Biden. <laughs> Eric saying, yeah, Joe Biden took a tumble. Yeah, I feel like Joe Biden. I'm telling you, it's Calamity Jane. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I got an excuse. I had a, a stair that broke, uh, but it sent me down there, shattered my uh, shoulder blade. And I'll tell you, you don't realize how much, how important your shoulder your shoulder bones are until you start trying to breathe, and and you've got that pain in there. It's really unbelievable. Your whole your whole upper body moves when you breathe, and boy, that's not a good thing, especially when you when you get sneezed. That's even worse. 
but anyway, so tonight we're going to go over, and this is a this is very important. Yeah, the ribs too, absolutely. Oh, the ribs were just as bad. But you, know, I wouldn't believe it. I, I could not take a breath. Literally, I mean, I, the other day I was just it was so horrible. It was really, really just absolutely terrible, uh, and all because of a the shoulder blade going out there, the, the the little knuckle spot where the where the bone meets the meets the shoulder. But I'll, I'll tell you, uh, praise praise the Lord. I, my my uh, uh, the the the, the uh, fellow that runs the the, the uh, Eternal Affairs Media, he come on board and he says, uh, "Yeah, G Jesus has plans for you. He doesn't want you going anywhere." <laughs> I I trust Brother Ray. So there you go for a couple of ribs. Yeah, didn't break it down. Just making some comments. Okay, we got we got a lot of great topics. I'm glad we got a crew coming up here. You're going to enjoy this one because you, you might agree, you might disagree, but but I uh, I'm usually right on the money. And 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 I'm not, I'm not saying I'm the the the, uh, um, the you know the the smartest guy in the world or the brightest light bulb, but I, I do a lot of research. I learned from the best from my dear recently departed sister. Taught me how to do research and. Uh, I'll tell you, she was she was a bright one. She really was. So yeah, spinal block. There you go. Refer. Oh yeah, that'll, that'll stop you breathing too. So what I'm going to do, the way I'm going to work this, because we got a vote coming up here in the Senate. I'm going to tell you how it's going to turn out. First of all, you're going to turn out with a pretty much I don't want to say a landslide, but you're going to turn out with a good um, percentage of the Senate voting in favor of the of the budget. The budget will pass, and no and nobody really wins. But the whole point is who actually won it. There's a couple of really great articles. I'm going to translate these articles for you because that's the important part. You, you, you watch these things. I got mainstream media. I got the New York Times. I got the New York Post. And I got something from, what the heck's the other one? Um, uh, the other one was um, MSNBC. I, I love mainstream media because you get to translate. See, mainstream media speaks woke. They know how to speak woke. They don't know how to speak conservative. Um and, and and that's the real that's the real problem. So hi hi Joanne. So yeah, I, the um, yeah, I don't know if jo Joanne, I don't know if you heard, but I, I took a I took a, a spill uh, on Monday, and it was pretty bad. I broke my shoulder blade and uh, got bruised up and pretty 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 nasty. I had thought I was going to have to end up in the hospital with it, but they they said to just wait it out and see. It's getting better little by little. All right, so I'm going to read this to you, and I'm going to translate. First of all, before I read it to you, I'm going to tell you the exact situation here. See, the situation is that our country is run wrong. Uh, there's no other country in the world that, that votes on a budget twice. You know, and, 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 and the New York Times actually says this, and they're actually right with that. You know, if you say, I'm going to buy a car, and it's in here later on, it actually they actually write it out. But if you can say you're, you're in your family, you're going to buy a car. You got you buy the car. You don't turn around six months later and say, guess what? We're going to vote on whether or not I'm going to pay for this car. You don't do that. This is what we do in this country. And it's wrong. That's why the, the you know Joe Biden said he was absolutely not going to allow any discussions or any, any, any uh, 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 you know, changes to it or anything like that. And he's got a point. I have to tell you, he's got a point. Um, but we did win a little bit on that. We did knock them down a, a couple notches by forcing them to the, to the negotiating table. So, all right, here we go. Look, the House is passing a debt ceiling bill last night. The Senate's likely to follow. I want to use today's newspaper to a, this is New York Times, to assess President Biden's handling of the issue. Now, I'm going to translate this. So here's my simple summary. Biden won both won and lost. That's true. Doesn't say anything about the Republicans, but Biden won and lost. And that is true. On policy grounds, he negotiated a good deal for Democratic Party priorities. Translated, he wants his new Green Deal. 
but at the cost of abandoning what he had claimed was his principled refusal to negotiate over the debt ceiling, which makes sense because you shouldn't be doing this in the first place. For Democrats to avoid a repeat of this experience, they will have to change their debt ceiling strategy for future years. So how did Biden win, you're saying? Elections have consequences, as politicians like to say. And last year's midterm elections left the country with a divided government in which Democrats control the White House and Senate and the Republicans control the House. Even if the country had no debt ceiling whatsoever, the two parties would have had to negotiate a budget this year. And the bill that the House passed yesterday, based on a compromise negotiated by Biden and Kevin McCarthy, the Republican Speaker of the House, looks a lot like what the budget deal probably would have. In short-term bill that it lacks any attempt to solve the country's long-term fiscal challenges through tax increases or changes to Medicare and Social Security. It also lacks major cuts to other domestic spending, instead reducing its growth by a few percentage points over the next few years. I'm going to tell you what we, what we gained on it, what we what we actually got. So, and we're going to go over this in more detail too. But basically, out of out of thirty trillion dollars or thirty billion dollars, rather, that Biden wanted to give the the um, the IRS to to jet to jackboot common Americans like you and me for selling our, our wares on eBay or whatever. The, the Republicans got him to take out one and a half billion dollars. I, I mean, cut me a break. They cut out of out of out of four trillion dollars, which is pretty much what the budget's going to be. They cut back. They cut back about thirty billion dollars. Okay, come on, you know, give me a break. You know, the only good thing that came out of it so far was that we we, we dragged Biden to the negotiating table despite his total complete refusal to do so. Now, the unit party doesn't care. The big thing is you got to pass this budget. You, you agreed to buy these things. You're in the, you've got people buying stuff. You've got people buying windmills and, and the electric stoves and all this other garbage and, you know, all, all this crap that we don't need. But you've already budgeted for that. You've already, you already said, we didn't budget. You actually said you can buy this stuff. But now we're telling them you can't buy it because you're not, we're not going to give you the money. All right, carrying on. Republicans were able to use their control in the House to assist with several policy changes, including lower non-military spending, work requirements in anti-poverty programs, welfare, translated, less funding for law enforcement of the tax laws. We already went over that. And approval of the Appalachian gas pipeline. That was a good one. We got the Appalachian gas pipeline coming in. The other thing that they did is they reduced, because here's, here's the interesting thing. Here's the interesting thing that they complain about the oil and about the environment. They have big environment environmental concerns, yet their environmental concerns over placing tens of thousands of solar panels that are going to cover where green grass and trees could have grown. Come on, give me a break. But it does good because now it also allows the gas and oil industry to go to go digging for gas and oil because it's the same lax rules that they need. They're giving to the gas and oil industry. It's insane. It really is. Yeah, common sense problem. Obama, that's right, Eric. You're absolutely right. Uh, we don't have a spending problem. We've got, we got, you know, we have a healthcare. No, it, we, we have a we have a spending problem. That's what it is. It's, we have a spending problem. That's what it is. So, uh, um, Republicans were able to. Okay, yeah. So, some of the biggest goals, including recent legislation on clean energy, healthcare. And infrastructure, some of the things he got, some things he didn't. Biden was also able to minimize the impact of the bill's spending cuts. 
translated, he's got his, his new green deal, all the money he wants. Because what he can do, see what this bill allows him to do is to take money from other things that are in the bill and dump it into his little pet projects to make us, you know, to get rid of our gas stoves and make us drive electric cars 20 or 30 miles, whatever it is they get. You know, ridiculous. That's what he's, what he's got. You know, he wants to have the money to be able to be used for that. The fate, of, the fate of Biden's climate change policies is especially important. The House bill not only protects all the, all of, all, I ain't got to understand this. This is the, the uh, New York Times here. That it protects all the clean energy subsidies passed last year. Translated, they're going to get take away our gas stoves and our, and our fuel, gasoline fueled cars and all the other crap they want and put up, put up their stupid windmills and, and solar panels. It's ridiculous. It's insane. But that, all that passed, he can do whatever the hell he wants. That's what we should have got rid of. See, the problem is, I want to stop for a minute. The problem is that the Republicans got no, my young know, religious kind of a family-oriented podcast, so I can't say the word, but they got no cojones. You know, the problem was this, now is not the time. Now is not the time to negotiate this stuff. The time was back in October when that stupid new green deal you know, build back worse policy went in effect in the first place. Why do Republicans let that go there? Why'd they not fight that? Now they're fighting pain for it. Does that stupid or what? You know, it's it's not it's not the Democrats' fault that we gave the Democrats, the Republicans gave the Democrats exactly what they wanted. So why shouldn't we pay for it? They're idiots, they're fools. We've got to get rid of every one of them. Every one of them we got to get rid of. We've got to get a new president back in there. We've got to get Trump back in there or somebody. But anyway. I'm going to stop for one moment because if I, if I forget my sponsor, then then we don't have a podcast. So just with all this going down, don't forget that you have issues with the food chains and and uh, the domino effect and everything, food production, food shortages. Farmers can't plant crops because of fertilizer shortages, forced regulations, and high fuel prices. This is only going to get worse, folks. We've seen it in the during the pandemic. We're seeing it now. I went to the grocery store the other day, and half the shelves were either empty or they had stuff that you don't normally see. Obviously there was a, a problem with getting the getting product in. And I, it's very, very apparent. I don't know how you, how it is in your area, but in our area, it's really terrible. Anyway, if you want to protect yourself from the hedge, you can put, get a perfect hedge against skyrocketing prices and shortages. You can get a discount using our, our, uh, uh, our great sponsor, which is Patriot uh, supply. You can get a, a what they call a ready hour emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. A really great package. Great if you're in a hurricane prone area. I know some of you folks, some of my listeners are. Uh, always good to have have something on hand. All you have to do is go to prep.eamedia.online. That's prep p r e p dot eamedia.online. You know who knows what's coming, but you can definitely be prepared for it. Prep.eamedia.online again. Get a great discount as well on that package. Thanks for listening. So, uh, anyway, to carry on, I know some climate advocates are nonetheless angry because of the Appalachian pipeline, but I think they're missing the big picture. Presidents do not have magical powers, and Biden has demonstrated that climate change is a top priority for him. This is the thing that climate change keeps not acknowledging. Given the, the radicalism of today's, now I like this, New York Times, given the radicalism, I love the way they put this, the radicalism of today's Republican Party and its, and its tolerance for political chaos, there was a real risk that these debt ceiling talks would cause an economic crisis. Instead, they led to a classic political deal. Like, yeah, I'm going to translate this one. Classic political deal that left untouched the major accomplishments, accomplishments of Biden's first term. 
So the destruction that Biden has caused is going to continue because of his, his, his Green New Deal and all of his other garbage that he put through were, left, were, were not touched in this bill. Literally, not touched. So look into the podcast. And um, all right. Yeah, I'm reading that there. Okay. Almost no other country. Now here's, here's the true part. This is what's absolutely true. Um, yeah, uh, thanks. I did note that, Eric. Um, this is what's actually true. Now, I want you to hear this. This is the New York Times, and I, I, I swear by this, even though this is the New York Times. Almost no other country in the world has a debt ceiling. Legislators elsewhere said it as see it as redundant. Politicians can argue about taxes and spending when writing budgets, but once those budgets pass. They don't debate whether or not to pay the country's bills. I mean, even our fire department works that way. Even our our local borough council, you make a budget. You spend hours and hours working on a budget. What are you going to do? Spend hours and hours deciding whether you're going to pay for the stuff? It's stupid. It's absolutely stupid. Like a few new folks. Hi, all. Thanks for coming out tonight. If you think of it in terms of a family budget, that's what I was telling you before, you can see why the rest of the world scoffs at it, the idea. A family should have a serious discussion over whether it can afford a new car or home. But once it's bought the house or the car, there isn't much point in arguing over whether to pay the bill. Reneging will only worsen the family's finances. It makes sense. It makes so much sense. It's stupid. I don't know how we ever got in this position, folks. This background helps explain why Biden and his aides insisted publicly and privately that they would not negotiate over increasing the debt ceiling. Doing so, they explained, would encourage future ransom demands and when the, when the country again approached a debt limit. Congress should pass a straightforward increase to the limit, White House officials said, and Biden would be happy to negotiate over the federal budget. Instead, they abandoned this position and started negotiation, neg negotiating with the Republicans over the debt ceiling. You see the problem here, folks? You know, you've got a budget you made in the fall and now and suddenly in the spring you're suddenly deciding whether to pay for the stuff you budgeted for don't blame the democrats it's the republicans that that didn't have the guts to to tell biden where to go when he wanted to put, have this green new deal to begin with and this build back worse program that he's created that's why i say it's got for those who came in late i'm telling you right now the senate when they when they vote it's going to pass by a pretty good margin we're going to be back on track the unit party is back in action, but also the sensible party. You don't you don't vote something on a budget and then take the money away from it. That's just stupid. And that's you know, Republicans have tried to do that on and on, time and time again, just to say, oh yeah, you can have whatever you want. Yeah, you can put up windmills, you can put in solar panels, and then come back and not give them the money for it. That's how the Republicans work. We need a new party or something. To be fair, Martin, Biden may not have had a choice. He had, had he refused to negotiate, the financial crisis could have ensued. And guess what? Guess who would have been blamed? Biden. And the elections are coming up. But his surrender shows that the land would benefit from a longer-term solution to the, the, as far as the debt ceiling. There's a straightforward solution. At any point, Congress could repeal the debt ceiling or raise it so high that it would be irrelevant for decades. Now, I'm going to translate that to, here's an interesting thing. I'm, I'm going to tell you something crazy. Uh, fitting cows with catalytic converters, Eric says. Yeah. Well, yeah, hey, people are stupid. In our borough, in our little borough here in Berwick, Pennsylvania, the council had voted on it. Fortunately, I was on the council at the time. Boy, I made a mockery of that crap. They wanted to put cats on, on leashes. If you had a cat outside, it had to be on a leash. 
Have you ever seen a cat that actually walks on a leash? I mean, there's one or two I've seen. Most of them will just sit there and put their butt on the ground. It's this is how this is how these politicians work. They're stupid. But here's here's an interesting thing I want to point out. And now that we're at this point of the of, of this article, there was a a lady on. I don't even know what it was. I, it was just it was on one of those little screens on. I got a multiple screens on it on the monitor, and she was talking about reparations for the for the blacks. Oh my god! I, when I start hearing that, I start I you know I just absolutely go insane. You know, there's no, first of all, there's no reason. If you're going to give reparations to anyone, folks, think about this. If you're going to give, I would not mind having half my paycheck taken out to go to reparations to the Native Americans because we stole our land from them. We poisoned them with smallpox and killed them off. We shot them and stuck them on reservations. They're the ones that deserve reparations. Blacks don't deserve res- reparations. They came, we brought them in as slaves. So the slaves were the machines of the, of the 1800s and 1700s. That, we didn't have machines. How are you going to, how are you going to pick cotton? How are you going to, how, how are you going to, how are you going to, uh, you know, run your run your farms and everything else without machines. Now they weren't just blacks either. They had they had the Irish were were big. The Russians built the railways. They were all slaves. Nobody talks about that. We didn't have machines, folks, and didn't have money. If you had to pay people money to build a railroad or to pick cotton, you wouldn't have it. You wouldn't have any of that. You wouldn't have any technology, and you wouldn't have any uh, clothing to wear. I'm not saying it's right. And across the world, slavery is still going on. Nobody talks about that either. Slavery's going on in, in Nigeria and in Kenya. And they're black slaves. You know, why are we singled out to, to pay reparations for for the blacks? Anyway, I, I, I digress. The, 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 one, the, the one thing that, that, that they, she said that really annoyed me was, hey, we should get that because you know what? It's, it's, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't cost the white, the white man any money anyway. Because it just come out of the budget. It would just come out of the, the budget, just like just like the, the in the pandemic when they gave money to people. Is that the most stupid thing that somebody could say? That the white man wants everybody have to pay for it, the whites and the blacks. Where does that money come from in the budget? Where does that money come from to pay for this crap? You know, it, it, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. She actually said that that we wouldn't have to pay for it. No, we don't pay for anything. We don't pay for the welfare system. We don't pay for nothing. No, we don't pay for the military. We don't pay for saving Ukraine from the Russians. God forbid. It's free money. You just print it. Print it and give it out. Oh, my God. People are stupid. It's not just the Democrats. But Democrats, and they're all stupid. These politicians are really stupid. Another scenario for solving a death problem would come during a Republican presidency. When Donald Trump was in office, congressional Democrats raised their ceiling and asked for almost nothing in return. Imagine if they said they would not act unless he agreed to raise it by so much that the issue would be irrelevant for many years. Until the debt ceiling goes away unnecessary, economic turmoil will be a recurring feature of politics in America. Next standoff is likely to occur in 2025. Bipartisan coalition by Democrats <clears throat> ensured the bill passed, angering the far-right representatives who saw the vote count as a win for Democrats. No, it's a win for America. You 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 voted on this. You said, we're going to buy this stuff. Then you're not going to give them the money? That's stupid. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with that, what, they, what they voted on. I hate it. The Build Back... I call it Build Back Worse. I can't say better. It's absolute most dangerous, expensive, um, ludicrous thing that's ever been voted on in the United States of America or any part of the world, probably. All right. 
New York Post, things looked bleak for House Republicans five months ago, notes Washington Examiner's editorial board. Yet they defied expectations and passed their own debt limit legislation. True, the deal's not a blowout for Republicans' favor, but it still has to be considered a Republican win. Now, here's a Republican win. This is New York Post. It cuts $55 billion in spending this year and $81 billion next year. Okay, $55 billion out of $4.1 trillion. I, I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Yeah, where's the money for Obama phones coming from, Eric says. Exactly, I, I, exactly right. From the stash. It's, like, it's free money. It's free money. Obviously clueless. You're right, Eric. So it simplifies. Here's nothing. It simplifies the permitting process for oil and gas. Why? Translate it. Now I'm going to translate from Republican, from conservative to, to liberal. So it, 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 it simplifies the permitting process for oil and gas. No, it doesn't. It simplifies the permitting process. It removes environmental concerns and simplifies destroying our land for whatever, whether it's gas and oil or whether it's green energy. That's what it does. It, it allows you. The problem was they made it too strict to begin with because they didn't want the oil and gas. And guess what? Now it's so strict you can't put friggin' windmills up. And solar panels. Isn't that great? They screwed themselves. It also secured stricter work requirements for supplemental, for SNAP, for, for welfare, and clawed back a $1.4 billion in revenue service spend, uh, funding. So $1.4 billion from the $30 billion given the IRS to go and jackboot money out of the, out of the average American. I don't know if that pop came over. Can't, I can't pop my mouth anymore, make a loud noise. I mean, this is just stupid. And it's, the, the stricter work requirements, you know, they they did it wrong. Thank you, Anna. The, they did it wrong. It, it's, you know, they're taken from the wrong people. They're always taken from the people that need it. You know, get the people that decided not to work because they don't feel like it and they're lazy. Get them back to work. You know? Doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter who. Get them back to work. I'm so I'm so mad with this whole thing. All right. If Republicans are unhappy with this deal, they need to win more elections. I like that. That was a good one. Now I don't know what's happening with this. They're going to they're going to end the, the Biden student debt limit pause, but it's still going to court. So that's another thing that's going to be kind of interesting. They didn't take that out of the bill. MSNBC, I think we've got enough time to go over MSNBC real quick, because this is this all determines, and again, for those who came in late, the budget's going to be passed. It's going to be a reasonable margin because, number one, it's a unit party. Nobody cares. There's no Republicans or Democrats. And number two, it's got to pass. And and, and and number three, we we agreed. The Republican Party agreed. You know, yeah, do the right thing for once. It probably has, just has to, needs to swallow their pride and do the right thing. You, The Republican Party said, buy this stuff. Then they said, we're not giving you the money for it. That's just wrong. Even though I disagree with what, the, what, what they're paying, even though I think it's terrible for our country, the Republican Party said, you can have this. And now they're trying to take that away. That's Indian giving. We got it just a few days before the June 5th deadline. Where you where the United States on beyond pay bills? This my wife was talking about this the other day. She says, "Yeah, it's so stupid. We put in for Social Security and Medicare with every single freaking paycheck, every paycheck we put into the system, so that we can have Social Security and Medicare, and they're going to take the check away from us. We paid them for that. What's wrong with that picture, folks? 
and veterans. VA is paid for. The military is paid for. And they're going to take their checks away? What the hell is going on with that, folks? That's just wrong. I, I get I get so mad, you know. Yeah, stop, stop, you know, giving money to Ukraine. Stop giving you know money to other foreign countries. Stop, you know, building back better. Stop giving money to windmills and freaking uh, electric cars and crap. But don't take away Social Security, Medicare, or VA, the veteran benefits. And you know what's crazy? Yeah, balance the budget. Eric said, "Oh yeah, God forbid they should balance the budget." Here's, you know, it's it, it's so crazy because they take away from this stuff that's already been paid for, and yet when they say Medicare, when they say, "Here's the here's the deal," I'm going to translate, folks. I'm going to translate for you. When the when the far left says Medicare, what they mean is Medicaid. They mean money for poor dirt poor people that can't afford health care. Don't get me wrong. I love people that be healthy. Get them back to work if they can. When they say, when they translate, when they say social security, they don't mean social security. They mean this social security disability for dirt poor people that are sick or, or don't have money. They don't care about the old people, folks. Don't care about it. They're irrelevant. The social, they say, oh, it's all the baby boomers coming in. It's costing us money. No, it isn't. Look at the statistics. The statistics say that Medicare is failing and Social Security is failing. And why is it failing? If you look at the statistics, it's because of all the idiots they put on there after the fact who don't need it and don't deserve it. It's not for the old people. It's not the baby boomers. It's, a, it's the ones from Mexico and the Latinos and the blacks in the, in the inner city. And the whites in the inner other People don't want to work. The druggies. Go to Kensington. Go down to Kensington. You know, someone just drop a bomb on Kensington, literally in Philadelphia. Just drop a bomb on it. You ever seen that? There's a video out there. Do, do a search on YouTube for or Google for Kensington video, and 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 just walk. It's a guy that actually I I I commend the guy for actually walking through Kensington. It's unbelievable. The other's Los Angeles. It's a video for Los Angeles for the homeless. It's insane, folks. They're the ones that are eating up the system. They're the ones that are taking our money away. They're the ones that are causing it to fail, and the old people suffer. You know, I'm getting old now, so I'm not using any of that yet because I don't want to ever use it. I don't believe that it should ever exist to begin with. I'm a true conservative, I guess. But, you know, I'll work till the day I drop dead, I'm sure. But don't take it away from the old people that have been paying into it. There's these people that they're giving are Medicaid, Medicaid and Social Security disability and all this other crap are like these immigrants and other people in the in the inner city. They never paid into this. Why should they get anything? I don't get it. And Eric says, of course, the recent COVID vaccine thing fatal myocarditis and abdom and abdominal blood clots. Yeah, I've just heard a few other people, a lot of famous people getting blood clots and they're even dying from that, from the shot. You know, nothing they're doing. It's, it's it's not it's not cool, folks. So we're a little bit over time, but I, this is so important because this vote's coming up. I think we got most of the of the of the things in there. Uh, spending caps. Uh, there are some spending caps that they put in, which is eight hundred billion for not non-military discretionary spending. What that means is money that they can put to their new green deal because the new green deal wasn't budgeted in. 
and seven hundred and four billion dollars for uh, uh not or eight hundred eighty six dollars for military spending and seven hundred and four billion for discretionary non discretionary so i mean there, there there are some things there but it's such a small such a small um you know and here, here here's a good one new work requirements new work requirements for um the the, the uh, temporary assistance for needy families temporary assistance that's you, you don't get rid of that you know temporary assistance is a good thing get them back to work that's why it's called temporary assistance and they're taking the money from that rather than taking the money away from the from the from the migrants the illegal immigrants that are coming over rather than taking away the the, the disability social security and all the other crap that they're giving these people that never paid into it yeah by trying to bring now roosevelt's nra that was that was bad, but it's not. It's nothing compared to Biden. Biden. Biden just wants to control the entire nation and make it part of the one world government. That's what. That's what Biden wants. Well, it's not Biden. It's Obama. Obama is running our country. I say that over and over and over again. Obama is. Obama is running our country. Yeah, Obama. I like that. I forget who started that. That's pretty cool. So I am going to. Yeah, I think we got through the topics here. Thank you, Marilyn. Uh, I appreciate you hanging in for this. This is so important. Let's let's do a follow up maybe next week when, once we see what the Senate does, see see what happens, and we'll we'll do a follow up. Maybe we'll add some other stuff to it to make it an, to make it interesting. So please be sure to come back next Thursday. We're here every Thursday. Boy, that half hour goes goes long. We got a little bit over time. We can go on it, but uh, boy, I'll tell you, I, I I really there's so much to talk about. That's the one thing about this country. You'll never tire of uh, topics to talk about because. Um, uh, you know, it's just the way it is. I, I, sh I really hope I can get this uh, uh, conferencing working where I can get a co-host on board. And for those who didn't notice it, for some reason, my opening that we spent so much time creating won't play. And we're, we're trying to get a hold of Podbean for that. So hopefully things will, will work out. Um, anyway, a new world order fully come to fruition. America would most likely have to be an in be, would have to see being an independent country and a majority of Americans won't allow it. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know, Eric. The, the America's gone to hell, and, and eighty percent of the people live in the inner city. Don't carry guns. Don't like guns. Don't like conservatives, and and definitely could pass just about anything. So that's the scary part. That's the real scary part. With that, folks, if anybody missed it, came in late, that this will be posted once the uh, podcast terminates. We really appreciate you, the listener. Without you, the listener, we don't have a podcast. We really appreciate that, and thank you all. And once again, you can go to, to uh, donate.eamedia.online if you want to sp help sponsor the, the podcast. Uh, there's a lot of costs going to this. I, I spend a lot myself on, on doing uh, interviews and, and uh, Zoom and other things that cost a lot of money. So if you have it, if you can spare anything, even a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, please help us out. Folks, we'll see you next week, next Thursday, 10 p.m. Eastern on Podbean Politically Incorrect with Andrew Schechter, your host. Folks, have a great day week ahead. Thank you all for coming. Like read the Frank, wait, ben, ben Franklin. We got a Franklin quote. Let me read that first. Yeah. Well, we, we, we read this every time, Eric. every time we, we come up with this, you hear this, but I appreciate it. Ben Franklin said that, uh, was asked if the, if the, if we had a monarchy or a Republic, his response was a Republic, if you can keep it. So that's a good way to close the, to close the, um, the podcast. Thank you, Eric. Have, we'll see you next week, folks, everybody. God bless everyone. Take care. Have a good evening.
Good night. God bless. See you next week.